Welcome to the No Filler Show. Filler means a substance used for filling cracks or holes in the surface, especially before painting it. That is the actual definition. In my show, I spell it P-H-I-L-L-E-R. My definition means we are not filling in cracks, we are not filling in holes or anything of that nature. Oh, my bad, I totally forgot. My name is Amina and I'm your host. Back to what I was saying, we are having honest conversations with each other, allowing all opinionated conversations to happen. As the host of this platform, I want to speak truth to power. In this podcast, people are allowed to be comfortable expressing themselves, speaking nothing but authenticity. Before we go any further, this podcast doesn't allow any hate. My ultimate goal is to interview any and everyone. I don't have a particular lane. I don't fit in any particular crowd. I want to reach any and everyone. Thank you, and stay tuned. Okay, first question I want to ask you. Are you more fate or free will? Fake? Fate. Oh, I'm about to say fake. No, I'm not fake. <laughs> <laughs> you know that? <laughs> uh, free will, because I, I don't mean, I don't really think about stuff. I mean, I do, but it's kind of like I just do it. Or, and I don't really think about fate because I don't know. I feel like you can change any situation. There's like so many different conclusions that you could you could have. So free will. Yeah. Okay. So when you say I just do it, you kind of like elaborate, like take me inside of um, that process in terms of like I feel we have the funny thing about dealing with people is you know you tend you have a tendency to think one way and live another. No, I don't. Um, I think now more so. I'm thinking whatever I think I'm doing now. Before I was kind of scared. I was kind of still. I want to say my mother's child in a way. Like maybe you should think about doing this. Maybe you should think about the consequences. And now I'm just like um, whatever happens happens. That's why the job. I don't have that job anymore. It's just like I think. I thought about the repercussions afterwards. But like I said before, I don't really care. So. That that attitude that you know, I say when you say I don't care, is it explain like is it I don't care where you know I don't give a fuck I don't care or is it like I don't care in the sense of I understand it's, that I have a deep, I have a higher purpose or I'm, I'm doing I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I think it's a higher purpose and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. It's not def- necessarily like fuck it or. Because if that was the case, I would just be chilling at home, not doing anything, not trying to work on where I'm trying to go or what I'm seeing or whatever I am thinking about. Like, so. So, so to, to kind of just, this next question is going to kind of lead in or kind of just follow up what you said in terms of your purpose, why you're here. What would you say? Your gift is your your power, your superpower. Uh, if you had a superpower. What is it? Damn, I don't know. I'd probably be an evil villain. I know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is bad, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I guess just to be able to see things or see through things, or I feel like I can read people's minds in a weird way. Like, I can tell if somebody don't want to be here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or I can tell I, 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 if I somebody, if somebody just trying to rush me while I'm talking, like, if they'll say, like, right, 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 right. Okay, okay, I see you, I see you. <laughs> you know, listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> Yo, it's funny because <laughs> you deal with people and they don't understand the little cues that they drop. It's like, I see that, you. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like, I see you. You, I, I. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like, are you retarded? Like, I see you. <laughs> like, what are you doing? The little nuances, the little subtleties that people don't understand give away when you have experience and wisdom. You have certain things that you do that just kind of show your hand. And it's like, mm-hmm. again, it's almost like, yo, are you good? You want to say something? Like, or, um, I don't know. I, I guess that would be a superpower. I don't know if it's, a, sometimes I think it's a gift and a curse because it's kind of like, um, being able to see people is a good thing because it kind of protects you. But then again, on the other hand, it kind of keeps you from 
pursuing stuff. It's like, if this person not right, even though I know they got experience, I don't, I'm not even going to want to deal with it. If I know this person is slimy, even though they like, they got to be, they can be the, uh, you know, the CEO of X, Y, and Z. I ain't going to want to deal with it because I know it's going, something going to happen. You feel like something's going to happen because you already, the person kind of already showed you their hand. It's kind of like, all right, what they about, what else they about to do? Something else going to happen. So it's, that's that's the curse of it. The gift of it is seeing it head on. The curse of it is like, damn, this shit's out. This shit about to blow up. Damn. <laughs> and that's crazy that you say it and you put it like that because that is like that for me is very instant with people. Oh. <laughs> like it's very it. it's very instant. It's like you do. I I purposely, you know, do things. To not be in the way, because my my joint is so strong, if to the point where I I don't I don't want to make stuff happen. Yeah, I like things to be because my shit just happens. <laughs> so people don't understand when you when you can see things again. They don't understand you be seeing things that they can't see, and you do your best to try to get them out their own way, and. It seems like tampering with that almost in a sense makes it happen. Like tampering with fate. Yeah, and it always that kind of always kind of brings me back to like that. So Raven, she would have those visions, mm-hmm. and then she would, but she would kind of jump to conclusions in a sense because she never really, it, right? she never really had all the information. It was never like a set in stone type of thing. It's kind of like you saw it though. You thought you saw what it could, you could see what it could possibly be. And I. Now that we're talking about that, it makes me kind of think that our participation in certain things, it is kind of what makes those things happen in a sense, our imagination. I feel like we're going to follow the narrative of our imagination when it don't have to, again, when it don't necessarily have to be that. And that's why, again, in a sense, I like to, again, when I'm feeling a little anxious, a lot of energy and stuff like that, I like to just chill. Bring it back down. Because you got to be able to see. Like, right. when, it's, when it's a lot going, that was one thing I could say about always being in the top position. You can see everything up there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if, if you get... Nah, Head get too high in the clouds and make stuff hard to see. Like you won't be able you to tell see anything around you. Yeah, you might make it hard to tell who is who. Because everybody gonna feel yeah. the That's same. why I told you I'm just like, man, don't ever let nobody come between us. And, <laughs> and you know people people don't understand that it's so important for you to be transparent. Yeah. Because you're gonna kinda in a sense stress yourself out by creating separate narratives with every person that you meet meaning if I'm not I'm the same person with you that I am with my mom that I am with you know another friend mm-hmm. I'm the same person every time where you got people who is I'm a different person with you I'm a different person with you yeah. it's like that is very stress, stressful and taxing on the brain to have to remember all these characters you know I'm saying now I gotta remember what I said to you that don't Conflict with what I said to this person, which don't conflict with what I said to this person, and then it just so happened y'all all three know each other, end up in the same room, and it's like, what's real now? Right? Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> we gonna be fine. Cause we talk, we talk, we talk enough. I text you. Yeah, I you text just, me. It ain't even about it's just the transparency that exists, and it's kind of it wasn't. Just going back to high school, how I feel about you now is how I kind of felt about you it's in high school. Thing, yeah. It was just, we communicate, but it's like ain't nothing changed. Yeah, right. I always that's just how I am with people until yeah. you show me something, something different. You yeah, know what I saying? never got a bad vibe. And you. you always been consistently, like I said, not even just you, your sister, your mom. There's like special places in terms of just how I connected with y'all. And again, going back to your mom, more importantly, like just the way she gravitated towards me is like. I felt that she she felt it felt like family. Even she I'm saying, saw you, but like, <laughs> no, you probably let her see you. But, but that's what I'm saying. It's like I'm saying? I don't have. I, everybody, I you know what? Everybody can't take certain energy. Everybody needs like even if it's a calm, cool energy, it's a real genuine energy. Everybody can't take that. Be like, yo, like 
Like what we say earlier, oh, you really liked it. It's people like you really liked it out here, <laughs> and everybody can't take that, whether it's good or bad. And that's the thing. That's the, that's that's kind of the funny thing. Cause I don't be having a. You don't I be trying. No, I don't have yeah. I don't have no reference point. Yeah. For it's not people until not used to it's, it's not, not people. until people put a title to you right. that you be like, oh, that's why they be tripping. Mm-hmm. And then now that do something to you mentally. You know, depending on how you take it. Like I said, if you got a person, you somebody give you a compliment, you get a big head. Your joint could just go. <laughs> <laughs> you think you go put yeah. that against LeBron James or something? And it's like, but that's the, that that that'll be hindering because you find yourself to stop trying. It's like right. I never allow. You know, people project a lot of stuff on me, and I never really pick up. I know I never really you know carried those titles with me because. Right. It just don't feel it. It's just it, you find yourself having to compete with that version of yourself, and it's not realistic. You gotta be yourself. At all yeah, time. you gotta be able to just be who you are in the moment. Give what you got right now. Not look at anything else. And you, I find myself, even like in relationships, you you find yourself coming in contact with people who are not there. It's like they they see you. They in front of you, but they still fighting. The demons of the last relationship They see the last person They haven't finished that story It's like that Not having that closure mm-hmm. Is just making them just spiral out of control And it's like yo Close Oh close, Like I don't want to close I can close the door for you Right But I'm, I'm you giving you yeah, I'm, I'm giving you the chance to close you it close yourself yeah. oh, so that's, that's interesting Um Describe Describe growing up Like how many siblings do you have? Three Three? Y'all grew up in the same household? So it's like describe the dynamic of the household growing up Like you know Whatever version of your childhood self That was your favorite Like what was the dynamic of the house? Um I grew up with both parents in my house Um I was bad as hell I'm the youngest of four. Oh, four so girls. You, okay. <laughs> so now this is going to be this is going to be an interesting exchange because you're the youngest. I'm the oldest of six, and you're the youngest of four. So we have uh, different, different, different ends of the spectrum. God, oh god, that's funny. I never even thought about it. Uh, I mean, it was it was just fun and loving. Like, like my my parents separated when I was like eight. But it it was never uh, my mom never said anything negative about my dad. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I never heard any heard say anything bad about anybody. And he did his own thing, but my grandfather was always there. Mm-hmm. So I never didn't have like a a, a male figure or even like a positive male figure. And then um, I also grew up in a church where there were like positive men there. Like I never got any. Well, I don't want to say like bad in terms of like. You know, disturbing type of bed. It was just like, if you don't deal with somebody, you don't like somebody, you don't like somebody. It was like that. But I never had like a negative view of men. Um, and I say that because, you know, okay. <laughs> okay. You so, know what I'm saying? Because the people always revert back to that because they'd be like, did so, somebody have something? Somebody do something to you? I'm sorry, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I ain't gonna stop you because I wanted. I was. I was, I was. You taking the conversation near, and it's like now we got. Now I'm interested. I'm interested in going there. One second. Like, we are recording. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. This guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, that's why I said I don't really want to work too hard. Today. You might want to use 15 minutes of this. <laughs> that's what I said. We're gonna get some. We're gonna get some great stuff out of this. No, um, the only reason, like I said, the only reason I said it is because I'm gay. And they, people always think that happens. For my, I mean, I'm not gonna say that doesn't happen, but for me, that didn't happen. In terms of like something to trigger or like trauma, like me, me not like men at all. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like that's it just. It was just a choice. It was. I mean, to be honest, I've been feeling this way probably when my dad was still there. I didn't start expressing it until I got to high school. So that's so this is this is, this is interesting. So I like, didn't really start getting into it until I got to college. What is what is if 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 there is a such moment, what is that clicking moment? If um, there is like, I remember all right, my earliest memory of, I guess the same uh, attraction would probably be I want to say kindergarten, mm-hmm. and 
See, and this, I'm not just cut you off, but again, people never talk to this degree in terms of just ask this type of question because we, we could assume whatever. You could do however many tests you want, say whatever like that, but talk to the person who experiences like, yo. So go back to this. So my, like I said, my earliest memory was kindergarten. My friend, one of my uh, friends, he had like a worker, right? You know, like bad kids got workers with him. Mm-hmm. And I thought she was so pretty. <laughs> and I was so bad because I wanted a worker too that was pretty like her. <laughs> and I would just do so much shit, but she couldn't do anything because... I wasn't her responsibility. They would send me to the, the goddamn principal, her old ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I just was like, fuck it, I ain't gonna be bad no more until, you know, I'm ready to go. But, and I just thought that was just maybe like I just related to her. But then as I got older, like, it started to progress. And I'm just like, shit, I can't tell nobody this. It's no, it's, I guess the thing nowadays is like, you don't have the language for it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I grew up in a church. And the Baptist so, church. So, so that's like so a to, hell to, 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 to the know. Yeah, I was say to stop to kind of just freeze frame that this this phase. What is it like, especially with the way that the church views gay people, or you know, and even going into the Bible, the things that they say. How is it? How was that? How is it? Or was it dealing with that, like having um, to live back and say between two parts of yourself? And it's funny that you say that because. You see how I dress now. When I was pretty much until my probably my freshman year, I pretty much just wore like feminine girl clothes, and you just wouldn't believe. You would have to see old pictures of me, and because I was just like, yeah, yeah, that was so crazy. <laughs> I, I've been with every it, it didn't like it kind of was like when everyone when we went to prom, oh, yeah. and then it was like everybody made a big thing of it. It was like. I mean, I got it, but it was just like I didn't. You don't understand the capacity yeah. to, or the extent of it, or it's like, yeah. yo, this not mean it. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's because you know me. <laughs> so, and I was just like, after that, I was just like, I'm not, I'm not doing this no more. I'm buying my own clothes. I'm shopping by myself. We ain't, we ain't about to have this. <laughs> so that's it. But uh, growing up in the church, the good thing with me is I was so quiet, mm-hmm. and I was always like alone. I'm the quiet person in my family. Okay. So people would never get anything from me. And people just thought naturally I was mean because I just didn't smile. Mm-hmm. You know, to this day, I don't smile people and I don't care. But, um, so I kind of was left alone. And I just, I remember in a time in the church, I'm not going to say the church name, but like in a the period there, they just, it's kind of like blew up. And I didn't, I wasn't going to none of like the events or anything. So I just didn't get caught up. But they kicked out like so many people. They was just like, oh, you can't be holding hands. You can't sleep in the bed next to this person. They thinking they, you know, people fooling around, right? But I actually talked to a couple people at church. But it it was it wasn't it wasn't bad. Like I see the repercussions now because so many people my age, like my whole generation, it's like probably I want to say from '86 to people from '86 to '93 is gone. The whole generation. So we talking about people that grew up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we're born there, got siblings there, like, you know, went through high school there, went to college, came back, but they just didn't come because they just, it was, it's it's, it's, it's a hateful type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard because you want to talk to somebody about it. Um, I remember coming out to my mom. I cried, yo. <laughs> and I couldn't even say it. I had to write it down. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I, was like I can I know <laughs> I, I, I I know those things where it's like it I can't even, even come. <laughs> I had to write it down and, Oh man, that's crazy. And I was like crying. I was like sixteen, I still remember it to this day. Like I was like so upset. I thought she was gonna be so mad at me. Cause I like, we got a really close relationship. And she was just like, you know, you know it's not right, you know that's not in the Bible. Left it there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, it was kind of like that's funny because that is like my dad in another in another aspect. That is his. That is our conversations, our our growth, our everything. It's right. like as small, clean, and simple as that. Like I remember when I was thirteen, or I might even like probably 12, 12, 13 When you know. I'm, get my first girlfriend mm-hmm. and he called me so he asked me now mind you you know we grew up muslim so girlfriends ain't no girlfriends it's Until like, like Mary, it's right? like you can get married now it's like 
willingly he would let me get married at 13. Right. But no no girlfriends. You got, you know what I'm saying? Y'all got to lock that joint down. Mm-hmm. So it's just like... Man, nigga, ain't nobody think about marriage right now. Yeah, I'm just trying to get my little, okay. I'm just trying to get my little drum wet a little bit. <laughs> so like, he called me and he's like, "Yo, you got a girlfriend?" I'm like, "Yeah." You know, this is me trying to stand up to my dad. Right. Like, yeah. Like, you know, we don't even do that. <laughs> I'm like, so he was like, pause for a second. I'm just like, I, mean, I don't know what you want me to do. That's how right. I got this that, that type of pause. And he like. You ain't gonna have no babies running around here, all right? And I'm like, oh, that's what you was worried about? Right. <laughs> oh, nigga, we ain't cool. Right. Oh, that was the least of my worries. <laughs> but that was that was that was our sex talk, our relationship talk, so everything. It's like that all that in that one joint. Mm-hmm. Like, and it right, was cool. like <laughs> that was the same with our street talk. It was like my dad, he not the type of person who really just. He gonna tell you y'all gonna have a conversation. It's gonna be very short and simple, especially with us being men. My dad, not an expressive person, mm-hmm. probably seen my dad cry all of two, three times maybe in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You just talking about you know coming out to your mom. Me and my dad, I think maybe last year, sometime last year was the first time that I could remember ever telling my dad that I love him, mm-hmm. and I meant it. Not in no macho man type of way, but like I get it now. Mm-hmm. Like everything that you've been saying, it all just clicked one moment, and it was crazy for me because my dad was the villain growing up. Everybody vilified my dad, and it's not until I got older, got into you know a similar position like him, where you are the top person and so many people defending depending on you that everything started to make sense and I had to go back and kind of like go through the story and just see like how you know dirty in a sense you know people did my dad in terms of what he was given and then what people gave him back in the end and then you know those same some of those same people even to an extent to look down on my dad and that joint just was it was like me as a child I just still to this day I still don't get it I still don't get it and it's like certain stuff isn't it? it's like certain stuff coming out you know just me talking to my mom it's like going through like to understand it was a, it was a point in time in my life where my uncles plotted to fake kidnap my mom so they can get Ten thousand dollars from my dad, <laughs> like, uh, like this type of extortion that's going on. It's just like again, I, I, growing up, you I hear so many stories about my dad, but to my dad never talked about none of this stuff. That was saying my dad never brought none of that stuff home, and that's kind of in a sense how while me and my brothers are the way we are in terms of we just um, we just clean cut in a sense. I, don't, I I got the other side, but I don't have to act. I know how to you know conduct myself. Mm-hmm. And when until stuff is necessary, like I said, I took I I'm not until I'm getting this old. I, I realize I'm the same fucking person as my dad, and that is why we didn't never had to talk. Yeah, you know, to an extent, certain things. It's like I get we could we was looking at me, and my mom is the same. We was person. always looking at the same things, <laughs> and you know, me you know, as a child, your perspective is a little different and simpler. And like I said, now I'm filling in details. It's like I had to tell my dad I love him. Cause I feel like he saved me from all the stuff that's happening around me. Like it's crazy. My perspective of the world is so different. I'm such a happy, peaceful person. People don't understand how I can be this happy and this at peace and come from where I come from and to live amongst it and to not have it affect me. But it is like my dad. He taught me just certain stuff that he taught me. The disciplines where. He put me in situations where I had to create my space, and you learn to you learn to just master that and just take it with you. And that John kind of is the thing that separates me. Where certain stuff just I don't I, I pay attention to my cousins, and you know my my dad's sisters' sons. They all dysfunctional to an extent, but mm-hmm. they dads. My dad was they dad in mm-hmm. a sense, 
and but he could only do but so much for them. Like, family. you know what I'm saying? He 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 went to the extent of you know having my cousins live with us, putting them in the private schools with me mm-hmm. and my brothers, taking care of them, just to save them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To just get into you know cousin in jail, cousin in jail for shit that's kind of spilling over from territory that my when my dad was running when he was 14 and 15 mm-hmm. like to be to to that's when they talk about a trap like to be to understand dad that's my dad was born in 71 so you're talking about he grew up in the 80s it, yeah, I'm saying, 80, my dad, my dad was there for from Philly, right? Yeah, my dad yeah. was. My dad can tell you about the beginning of everything. My dad would tell you about the first time he had helicopters in Philly. My dad would tell you about when crack when he started talking about when crack first came, and how when he even got into the game, how they was going up to New York because crack wasn't even in Philly. Like certain, mm-hmm. it's like certain stories that you just can't get. Mm-hmm. You had to really be there. So that joint be crazy, but to see like then, so my dad was a teenager in the eighties, and my cousin it's two thousand seventeen, and you getting locked up in the same playground. Like the, y'all don't understand that at this point they know what's going on. Right. Y'all kind of got the story. Yeah, already. it's like at they this know point the they let they let they let y'all rock out until y'all start drawing. Yeah. They already know how many years they can give. Yeah, they like they understand all this. They just wait. They be waiting to hit y'all. They under this point they didn't know they didn't know y'all moms. They know y'all yeah. names. They know who is who. You know what I'm saying it's like this. This should be crazy. And it's like to see people to, to see them get stuck in it, mm-hmm. and understand that we grew up in the same house, same tub together, same everything. If I had if I had brothers, my cousins were my brothers. So to see us had that, but then again, I, I I had a little bit more. It was a little different. It was a little different, but that joint is just like it's so crazy uh, to understand. Like I I hated my dad growing. Up. Part of me hated my dad growing up, and it wasn't because he was a bad. It was because he was. I felt like it was because he was there too much. Like right. nigga, like. I can't do none of the shit that my cousins is doing, even though it's irresponsible. Mm-hmm. And shit look fun. Like, <laughs> you got me doing all this shit. And there's like, again, when it was time to be on my own, that shit just clicked in. Like, mm-hmm. and I was able to survive in places where they can't, they couldn't survive. To the point where I could, and I could come back and do the same thing y'all mm-hmm. doing on a higher level because I could just jump between worlds like that. So I told. I had to text it to him. I called him. I had to text it to him. I lied to you not. I texted my dad and told him I love him. I just start crying. That drone was like it was like it's twenty. Like like it it was like twenty five, twenty six years of just holding on to a lot of just you know false perceptions that was fueling my you know my motor in terms of just success and being great. That was a lot of my motivation. Is don't be your dad. Yeah. Because. One, the person he was, the person who I heard he was, and then the person he was trying to make me be was a contradiction mm-hmm. in my eyes until I understood that he was all of it and he was only giving me the part that I needed. Like, he was like, on some, I don't, you know, I don't have to, my dad didn't have to show me the drug game, but when we was maybe, when I was in fifth grade, my brother was in second grade, I was selling candy in school just on some, you know, grab some money, go and sell it again in school. Mm-hmm. My dad saw what we was doing. He took our money and he taught us about wholesale. Mm-hmm. So my brother was seven years, six, seven years old. I'm like nine, ten, but he teaching his business at a young age. Mm-hmm. And it was so crazy. It got to a point where we got in trouble. We couldn't, we, they, we, could, we, had, they, we almost got suspended because we was causing such a, a uproar in school in terms <laughs> of just, but it was like, and my stepmom was mad at him about this. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was mad at him about this, but I didn't. In my mind, I didn't. Like in my eyes, I'll, I'll tell you my perception of it. I, I didn't understand. It would amaze me that you could just that money could just flip that quick. Like the first day, I took ten dollars. This is my this, and this is on my own initiative. I took ten dollars, went to the Puerto Rican store, bought ten dollars worth of candy. I went to school, sold it the next day. I came home with twenty dollars, and I was amazed. I'm just thinking to myself, is this easy? 
And at the donut, maybe once or twice, my dad, or I'm gonna teach y'all about whole shop. Now it's just like, hold on, you mean to tell me we gonna pay this much for this much, and we gonna make that much? It was like, oh, the store, they getting over on this. And it's like, once that clicked in my head, I, I never forgot that. <laughs> I never forgot I that. And that joint just clicked to the point where it affected my life, where I've never had a job for more than one year. And I've only had. Crazy. I've only. I've, I probably had. <laughs> I maybe had like three or. I probably worked like three or four jobs. And I'm not going to count when I was working, you know, working for my dad in terms of his restaurant and stuff like that. Because that was just lounging. It was where he was working, but we just. We could do whatever we want. Uh-huh. This kind of. This is what I feel like makes me unemployable. Right. <laughs> I'm the worst employee because he I seen how to make money. Like most people don't know how to make money outside of I'm gonna go to a job and they're gonna pay me. But to be able to identify a, a demand and then supply it and then to go through shopping and getting the lower prices, like people don't understand business. People just now yeah. starting to learn that with Instagram and stuff. And yeah, now you got everybody outlets. doing it. So now you got Two people with different different clothing lines with the same product with different names on it. <laughs> <laughs> I just zipped my mouth. <laughs> and that should be crazy, but it was like, yo, I just had to sit back like, damn, my dad was the one who was really on it. My mom's and my mom and my stepmom, they was fucking up. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna say they was fucking up. They was giving again, they they nurtured my feminine side. Mm-hmm. And that's why I am the way in terms of women intuitive. It was like, and then even my mom and my stepmom, two different people. It's like, you know, my mom like the iron fist. You know what I'm saying? She, she is my mom is literally my dad in a woman's body. You think she's more so? She was more so the disciplinarian, or who? Your mom or your dad? That's a that's a weird thing for me because one, I didn't I didn't really get beatings. Oh, wow. I, I didn't really. Get, I didn't get. I, 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 I did get beat. Like I would get beat by association in terms of if I was at my aunt's house. My aunt beat us all the time, but mm. from my parents, there's only a few times I got mm. beat, and those were times where I was being like outrightly just defiant. Mm. But I was taking on the beating in terms of y'all not about to punk me right. <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> like I'm going to stand for something in this house. But my mom, my mom, she was like. My mom could she just hollered. Mm-hmm. Like I just hated hollering. <laughs> like I just like I just didn't do I just anything to keep her from hollering. So if she hollers, I mean I pretty much was just cool. Mm-hmm. Like it was like all right. <laughs> like yeah, I, know like I just learned not to get in her way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, growing up I in a sense from her, you know, I got everything that I wanted. Mm-hmm. It's kinda like a it's kinda like a jealousy thing between me and my sisters, which how my mom treat me, but mm-hmm. You gotta understand the dynamic between moms, daughters, sons, and moms. It's, it's this different. My dad, again, my dad, he kind of spoiled us in a sense too, but he was very strict. I don't say strict, very disciplined, not or over the top. Disciplined in how we conducted ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we can have whatever we want, we can do whatever we want, we can go wherever we want. It was just handle your shit. Mm-hmm. And Again, he kind of he kind of set something off with me with that too, cause then my dad was like my dad was like Michael Kyle in the sense of like very manipulative and how he gonna teach you this lesson. Mm-hmm. And he said, you go you get all y'all get all A's. Me and my brother y'all get all A's. You can get what you want. And it's like that's it. So lo and behold, and you get all A's. Mm-hmm. Get what you want. That shit set off something in my head. Oh shit! All I gotta do is stay on time. Like, ain't man, I get what I want. We was cashing on that joint every time. It got to a point where it was like, all right, this time now we we can name we naming our price now. It's like, all right, listen, if I get all A's this joint, I want a four wheeler. <laughs> That's where the stuff start turning stuff like that. And you know, before we before we even get to the four wheeler, you know, one day come home, yo, I got all A's, and it's like nigga switched up on us and said, so right. You been doing it. <laughs> He's like, what else? Would you, what else would you get? Oh, yeah. And these are always the moments that I had with my dad, where he just had me. He left me dumbfounded, but it was. But because I was smart, <laughs> yeah. I could never deny it. It right. was like, 
that makes sense. <laughs> like, what else? What else would you what, I, what, I, what else would I be doing? Right. So, I just got into a habit of just getting good grades and never talking about it. Not even trying. Mm-hmm. That was me. All, you know, all of my life, even going to, like, say, I got to a point where I had to start doing homeschool. Mm-hmm. Because I was so just in my own world. Mm-hmm. My dad just, he would do this job all the time, though. Tuition. One day this nigga pulled out. He used God on me, and this joint kind of really started my whole. It like it just kind of restarted me, kind of like even like kind of I say deconstructing the whole religious thing. It's like I am asking him about some money, and my dad thing was you know he pretty much spoiled everybody growing up. So at this point, if I say I ain't got it. Stop, stop asking me Like mm-hmm. don't even We're not even about to act like We're not gonna let this one moment Act like I ain't take care of y'all right. niggas Your know, whole life That how you even got to this point So he was like uh, If God wanted me to have it I would have it <laughs> And then he hung up <laughs> And I was like Flip the script boy <laughs> That makes sense Yeah it does And that's kind of what Started me kind of like Hustling, getting into the streets a little bit, cause it's like, yo, now you gotta, you gotta get your own. Yeah, go get it. Yeah. yeah, it's like you a man now. I can't. I don't care what your I mom. I don't care day, what right? your mom telling you. You understand you a man now. And it was like, damn. But then I just like, I look back and reflected on all the stuff that I had accomplished to that point. It was like, nigga, you, you more than ready for this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you more prepared than the other people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, damn, that shit just clicked. I like this, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm actually mad because I bought this joint because I thought it was like this. Right. And this, the shit looked like this <laughs> in the fucking picture. Amazon fucking cheated me. The shit was this big in the picture. And they sent me this little bit. Shit was so nice. I said, fuck it. I'm going to make this joint right, work. Make it work for you, bro. <laughs> all right. So, all right. I forgot where I started. Stop. No, we're going to go. We're going to. I, I kind of could remember we was going to because we was, I was talking about we talked about kindergarten and I want to say that's interesting because I can go back to kindergarten and then maybe I think you know whatever whatever it is that sexual thing in me I could that my drum it was it was stirred up mm-hmm. kindergarten maybe even before that and this is a, that's interesting to me. Because I was just thinking about this in terms of my, you know, my sister's about to have a niece. Us as children, between the ages of, you know, us being born in seven, we susceptible to anything. Mm-hmm. Anything you show us will become active in us. And it, it baffles me that my mom looks at my, my mom can sit there and criticize my sister and or my sisters for their habits. Mm-hmm. When she did, she exposed us to these things at the time, at the ages where we are sponges. And then for her to be so in, in awe when it pops up. Yeah. It's like, you smoking weed. You smoke, mom, you smoke weed around us. Right. What do you think was going to happen? What's going to happen? You, yeah. you, what? You, your sister's out here is having sex. When she's 14 or 15. Huh? I was born you I was born when you were sixteen. Like yeah. why don't you understand that this is in us? And if we grow up in the same environment you kinda know. We're susceptible to just re- People always say that people uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but some of them when I um when I broke up with my ex, I was like so depressed or whatever. I was just like damn, like I don't know. What I'm going to do without this person, just because we was together for so long, so I ended up going to like counseling or whatever. And she told me that um, being gay was a, a learned thing, and I was just like, "Well, I don't know if that. I'm not going to say it's not true, but for me, it didn't, it didn't apply just because of just my environment. I I couldn't have learned it anywhere. You get what I'm saying? See, and I don't necessarily uh, when when I, I don't know. I don't know. See, it's hard for me to. All we did was go to school and we went to church. It's it's hard for me to even pinpoint that, in the sense of just understanding. Like I understand that it don't have to be in you. It don't have to start with you. 
and that's not it's in terms of being stimulated sexually we the potential for everything is in all of us mm-hmm. it's like you know either, you do yeah, either it's like you know they say cancer everybody got cancer I mean you understand what cancer is you it's not it's not what they make it seem but it's the potential for that thing is in you and all you got to do all it has to do is be stimulated in a sense where just like language if you grew up in china chances are you're going to speak chinese if you grow up not eating meat every everything is going to be i feel like we we can't remember us, us as children we never really we don't i, was, I, I say us as it, people yo. in general we don't know where why we do the shit that we do because we was it, a blank <laughs> slate i thought about it i'm just like well okay well let me think about this i thought about it for a long time I'm just like well i can't remember anything happening to me that's i i'm i don't know why i was i'm a little pervert that i am but it was like <laughs> outside of the fact that if i'm being honest i can go back into my memory and understand that I was exposed to a lot of shit as a child right. that that turned me into what I am in terms of highly sexual environments, mm-hmm. drugs, uh, just anything on the TV. Like I can I, I can remember you know when I picked up certain habits mm-hmm. to an extent. Again, I don't know. Really, why I was the preferred little boy that I was in kindergarten, outside of the fact again, just had hyper, very hyper sexualized tension at home. Between, uh, I, it's funny when I talk to my dad, he says the thing about the difference between our generations is their generation lacked sexual discipline. Well, ours or theirs? Theirs. Oh, okay. And in terms of going back to again, my mom being pregnant at 16, mm-hmm. you got crack is just hitting so you got these young teenagers who are have access to money and a lifestyle that outside of you know working were being in a certain position that they wouldn't have you wouldn't have so it's like this is the this is this is not growing up this is not a kid growing up in your regular grandma grandpa church everything like that you're talking about a different type of foundation where again you're exposed to different stuff that I'm a blank slate. I don't know nothing until you show me something. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even I'm not going to even say that's the way it has to be cuz that's just one perspective of it. You got you got a whole another perspective if we're going to look at it and people would say, "Well, at the end of the day, you're just your mom and your dad in one mm-hmm. body." So, again, it could have been something that happened to them. Right. That's now coming there and something that's happened to their grandparents. I think it's repeating itself. Yeah, it, it, in like, a way. And I go back to this is something I'm kind of just like finding out in my with my family. And it's like my uncle, my uncle's son came out and said like basically he's gay. Now. Well, how did y'all take that? Because I know it's worse for me. But the thing was, when my when my cousin came out and said he was gay, it wasn't for us. Cause we all knew at this point That's what everybody says. he was gay. <laughs> it baffles me. I'm not laughing at him, but, but that's no, crazy. but you gotta understand. It baffles <laughs> me that my uncle. Maybe it's because as a father, you got that a veil on your eyes. Yeah. But it bothers. It's like baffled me that my uncle was so heartbroken. Like you did not see what was right in front. He showed up to my graduation cookout with a tongue ring. Oh boy. <laughs> it was like the the, the 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 defining moment for my for my uncle I guess that kind of hurt him was again he it was on Insta, I guess he seen it on Instagram basically he, him he with his boyfriend out, yeah. that's how he found out and he felt like he, his whole thing he kind of mad at the family like you know I felt like y'all kept it from me it was like again I didn't think I had to put up the big red sign right. Like you know, it's 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 it says something about you as a father if this person can't say if he can't say nothing to you, or if y'all don't have the type of relationship where you talking about yo, we was always talking about girls and stuff like that. It's like uncle, <laughs> everybody in here except for you no. knew <laughs> that your son was gay. Mm-hmm. All he did was just make it official. We ain't never make him have to talk about it because it was just understood. 
Yeah, that's how it is. My family we don't ask, don't tell type of thing. It was like we not even we not even going to let we we never. I know I don't, I can't say nobody. I can't say that we didn't talk about it amongst ourselves. Right, but but it wasn't never no. It's it was on some like well, when Uncle Barry <laughs> like when he going right when he going to act like. Well, when they when is when is he going to see it? When they going to just make it official? Cause okay, we cool. We that's, yeah, yeah, we that's ain't nothing changed nothing. And and then to understand, you know, my perception of my uncle is is different. Growing up, very just you know, my uncle was like that uncle that you always wanted to be around. Like always had the girls, everything. Like a lot of girls, all this and. That's like, as a child, that was all I saw. So, it's like, to, as I got older, you know, and he started to gravitate more, you know, as his kind of relationship with his sons started getting, you know, wasn't so well, and then he started gravitating towards us. It was like, that kind of like, why you don't, why you don't, why, why do you gravitate to us more than you gravitate towards your sons? And I don't, I don't know if that has anything to do with why you feel the way you feel because mm-hmm. then you be feeling like you know his whole thing when he was like I feel like I could have saved him or whatever like that but it was like if that's how you feel like that just kind of speaks to again you not being there if that's how you feel right. but also then it started to come out where it was like you know my other uncle would say well growing up you know your uncle was like he was kind of a little soft a little punk and stuff like that and it was just like I know, I'm not saying that that's my uncle, but I know for men, there are a lot of men who come off overly masculine to kind of to kind of compensate for the fact that they may be a little bit more feminine mm-hmm. in nature, and that makes them feel some type of way, so mm-hmm. now they got to go out and do, get a lot of girls X, y, to make them yeah. feel like more of a man, as opposed to, that's just your nature. Mm-hmm. And so to... When, when when I get that side of the story, and then I see that it's almost like it's almost like again it it don't not make sense to me. And then understand that my uncle is in the church and he's one of those you know I feel like my son is going to hell type person. So it's like oh you say you believe in God, I feel like God is always going to test you, push you at your limit. Now your son is gay because you hate or how you feel about gay people. Now, this is going to test the limits of your love. Mm. And when stuff like that happens in my life or in somebody else, I pay attention to that. And those are the things that makes people, like, redefine their fate. Because it's like, no way that I'm, no way I'm not included in this grand plan. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just some fucked up individual <laughs> who missed the boat. There's <laughs> no way y'all trying to say that that's what's about to happen, bro. We got, we got to change, we're going to change the narrative. So, it's going back. That was kind of why I wanted to understand or wanted to see, like, what was it like growing up in terms it was, of the it church? Was, it was the church. Um, I don't know. Like, I know for me, it was, I never, it wasn't a safe place for me. And when I say that, it wasn't like, I never felt like nobody abused me. Nobody ever abused any of us. It was just a strict place. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, uh, you got to be this way, you got to be that way. And, and the thing with my mom... She always well, made not, all right, so not to cut you off, but to get more specific, because when I say like, do you ever like, are there moments where, or have there been moments like again, when you read the Bible and they say certain things about gay people, like how did if if ever did that ever come across to you or um, hit you in terms of like, yo, these niggas saying if you gay, you going to hell. Where the fuck did that put me? Um. Well, number one. Um. It doesn't say you going to hell. Well, uh, well I, I don't. <laughs> no, no, but, but no. you know how I, that's how people say, people that, say that. Yeah. Like, no, no, it just it doesn't say that. Um, it says that uh, it's an unnatural sin, pretty much. Um, okay. In the Bible, See, and I never, I never knew with the with that. I never knew the exact text, so, but I know how people respond. So with that, the only th- I think the reason why it's so bad is because maybe it's it, it is that, and. The thing is, what people fail to realize, that was happening back then. You know what I'm saying? So, whatever you believe in, whatever book you believe in, whatever your religion is, whatever your faith is, a lot of this stuff was happening back then. Or whoever wrote it, you know, whatever whatever it was written. 
it was happening during that time. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. nobody in their right mind today could say that. Because my thing is, whatever book that you write, for me, I'm like, well, if I'm going to write a holy book, I'm like, all right, well, girls can kiss girls. They, they can have sex. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why when people are like, well, people, somebody wrote the Bible. They probably, I mean, people did write the Bible, but mm-hmm. what, you put your own desires in it. You get what I'm saying? In the image of, this, the, of the creator, in a sense. You know what I'm saying? So, but um, as far as going back to that... Um, it said it was like an unnatural sin. Um, I was always a kid. I just did what I wanted, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? I always had that mindset. I never, I never, uh, I never felt stifled um, being in church. That's, I mean, and that's me as naturally as a person. Like I, I just, if you like me, you like me. If you don't like me, you don't like me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I mean, like, that's, I feel like at a point in time, especially us, it just being. Growing up in church makes it harder because you're not. It's like if there's somebody telling you you're not supposed to do it, somebody telling me I'm not supposed to do something, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So if I can't do this, so you mean to tell me if I can't if I can't do this, then it's okay for you to do this. It's okay for you to. Um, if I'm gonna go to hell for this, it's okay for you to to. Uh, you know, go talk to that that the lady if you if you married. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's splitting go, hairs. It's okay to uh, you know <laughs> still yeah. rob and and my thing is like with the church with the, how the Bible is exactly written, and this is for just anybody. This is universal. The Bible is about love. You know what I'm saying? And. It's like you're supposed to do everything in love. I don't have to agree with you, but I ain't going to kill you. I ain't going to stone you. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to put you to death. I ain't going to condemn you. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I never, the only, I only felt compassion like that once with one person. Just because I, I don't know if it was more so of a pity thing or she thought I was going to be transformed in a way. Or like I was about to be saved and shit. Like, <laughs> and Yo, I don't say that in, in a mean no, way. No, but, but it's, it's just, crazy <laughs> because it's just... Me in general as a man I come across these women Who I feel like their whole intent With me be thinking that I need saving Not understanding like I've designed myself to be this way Like It's like you've been living This is this is your I, I perf- life I'm perfected <laughs> Doing this for a long time now You it's know what like, I'm saying I didn't just understand like That's the difference Like you you not living on your truth Yeah you trying to you trying to uplift an image or uphold an image where I'm really dug Straight, into what yeah. I am. I'm expressing. I'm trying to break this shit open. Like, like you securing yourself, and a lot of people just are securing myself. That's why I said like I just I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just was just like, well, I'm not going to. I'm not against it, but I just I honestly don't see myself ha- it happening. Like I said, I'm not against men. It's just they just don't do nothing for me. You get what I'm saying? And so listen, I'm gonna tell you like (laughs) I'm gonna tell you like see now this is more so uh, the way we talking now is more so kinda now is kinda really setting the stage for the tone for the podcast in terms of no filler because people are not this open and for me this is for for me this is the best kind of content because now this is where all my creativity starts to happen and my jokes start to happen because (laughs) the perspective is funny because everybody we go through the same shit like growing up muslim with the whole you can get married but you can't have sex until you marry at one point at one point itself at my at one point in time in my mind i can remember myself saying man Fuck that <laughs> Like yo All the bad shit Y'all niggas done did bro I'm I can get a I'm, I can get a couple bodies And I ain't going to hell <laughs> Like yeah. A couple of my bodies Ain't going to send me to hell it's Like It's like, really? like Come on I'm, I'm gonna not do some other shit That's gonna compensate for this But it's like bro You can't take sex away from me bro not the way y'all like no way you live the lifestyle that you live and now i can't do shit right. like this shit is hypocritical like no nah, fuck that i'm just you started fucking <laughs> hell might not be that bad after that night <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we're in hell now to be that's what i'm you. saying it was like once you <laughs> this is straight up and hell. i can say honestly like once you start to <laughs> once you start to get into religion mysticism occultism any of the stuff like that we talking about these sacred books and you start to understand the language 
a lot of this shit is never what they say it is in terms of or it's like the people who wrote it, what they mean, the intent of it. Then, or that it was happening. It was happening then. Always, my my whole thing with thing is my whole thing with people is one. We always got to question the state of mind of the person who's reading it or who's writing the stuff. Always question the agenda of the people who's funding the stuff because that always book, check the source. That book, just like television, right now is a controlled medium in a sense. Yeah. That stuff was approved or disapproved. I got a book right here. This shit says. The laws books of the Bible. This is a lot of shit to be lost right. for, for for to not to be included in the Bible. It's like, bro, I gotta skim through this shit to right. see. It might be some shit in here that y'all lying about. Now, me just knowing black people, I know ain't black people reading that. Right. I know for a fact ain't no black people going through and double checking this shit. I'm not Christian. I be saying shit to people who Christian and they don't know what the fuck I be talking about. I'm like, I got this out of your book. Like, that's why you gotta read it. That's my thing. It's like it's when people when I was told that that I wasn't that's I, I never told I was gonna get go to hell. Nobody told that directly. To me. I heard it more people around me in the media and all this other stuff and like you know God hates gays blah blah blah. I'm like all right, he hates you too. Um, <laughs> but like I never heard. I'm just like okay, that's I'm, I, let me let me go see for myself. Let me let me see for myself. I'm pretty smart. I, I you know I can I can add. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, and so me, let me interpret it. For me, that was like again the the final moment in my life where I just I, I'm 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 too smart to take anything. Yeah. And I and I I, I, and had, I, I told myself much. like yo, let me just for once let me go see if the stuff that I think. Yo. Stuff that y'all are telling me is really there because again, like I said, the average person they ain't don't pick up shit and read. I can't, and I'm smart. I, enough, I feel like I'm, I have to know it though. I'm smart enough to know that the average person, just like in this day and age, just like two thousand years ago, because not everybody had a Bible, because mm-hmm. not everybody was literate, and mm-hmm. not everybody could even read. This was some high level shit for those type of people. I can look. I look at the Bible right now, and I have a hard time reading that Shakespearean type of shit that they be writing. So it's like the King James version. It's like <laughs> y'all not really going to hear one. Y'all not living on y'all every word. So that hard. That, that like now you picking and choosing about which what, what, what's the sin and what's not. What's cool. What's not. What he may forgive. What not. Like you know, if you do this by this time, then you can forgive all your sins. It's like it's a lot of shit in here that just to seem like it's always working out <laughs> for your benefit. It's, it's, you gotta. It's, you gotta do your research. You know what I'm saying? And that's just that's really what it is. And it's not like you trying to take away from whatever what it says or it's just like. You're not about to condemn me, bro. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's I gotta say I, again. I'm I'm just I might see this shit. I might I, it might say something of that nature, but again, I gotta go see for myself for myself so right. I can interpret it. It's different you interpret it than I'm interpreting it. And then again, a lot of times when you're getting secondhand knowledge through a teacher or anything, you're never really inclined to test your teacher. I'm the nigga that always tests the teacher because yeah. shit won't like. Shit won't settle on my mind yeah. if the logic don't make sense other than the fact that you just want me to believe and I'm not a person who could just be so on belief. Does it does, does the Quran say anything about it? Uh, honestly, if 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 we like right now off the top of the, my mind, I couldn't tell you exactly what it says other than, you know, some of the stuff that was kind of just that you hear you not hear to do it. growing up like one you they they're just not supposed to do it. That's I one. But that, and now now again you get some. That was some of the. That's what pe- I heard. People I don't, don't you know. people don't understand in terms of Islam. There is. I'm assuming like any other place you have the Quran, which is a certain set of laws, certain a, a certain way to live. Then you have Hadith, which are not necessarily. It's, it's shit that people heard the prophet say or was around when this person said this person heard this person heard this person they worded exactly like this mm-hmm. so they constantly passing a buck just to say some shit and you never really know 
but you know it's unforbidden I, I, I heard something you know the language with the Quran especially again always made in the image of the creator so we talking about the Arabs for the most part so they say people don't even understand it. Islam is just an early form of Christianity but the early the the so funny. <laughs> the, the, it's just it's just understanding before it became Muslim and Islam, it was just another sect of Christianity that was fighting for its own identity. Well, I think what I hear, what I usually hear from that, it, it, it was uh, Abraham's two sons. It was Ishmael, Isaac. Now that's now now this is now mind you now I'm. No, gonna, I don't know if that's true. No, I'm but I'm about to tell you like what I'm telling you is some the stuff that I'm telling you right now would make. That whole story irrelevant, but I do know that narrative in terms of and that's why they're still the split. Today. The split was between his two sons. Basically, the Christians don't see his son. Who was first? Very first of all, it's a bad. It's the, a it's a it's a debate was... about who came first, and then the debate goes into well, his second son, which came from his slave wife. Well, in in in, in Islam, they call her Hagar, or I believe it's Sarah. That, Hagar, it's the same thing. Oh, here. So, so that he wasn't a part of the covenant. Oh yeah, yeah. So he wasn't a part of you know the covenant the that they had, scheme, where yeah. they had to circumcise and do all of that. Mm-hmm. But now the whole the Muslim thing is he is, and there are a bunch of stuff. There, it's a bunch of I watched the debates on it. There's a bunch of priests or imams or different people. They'll go into the Quran and go into the Bible and take those verses that they think applies in terms of it's a it's a part in the it's you know it's parts in the bible that says where, where you look at you know what i'm gonna say uh it's between in 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 english where i say the bible is ishmael and isaac and islam is ismail and ishaq uh i'm trying to flip-flop the name i'm trying to remember which one came first well, in the Bible it says Ishmael came first because right, so, he and Sarah gave uh, her slave Hagar to. Uh, all right, Abraham. so 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 we are gonna go with that. Uh, Ishmael came first, and then Isaac was was second. People they they attack the language in terms of like who Isaac was supposed. God said Isaac, you gonna get X, Y, and Z, you know, and they saying that this is his stake in the covenant. And X, Y, and Z part of X, Y, and Z was that from him will come a great nation. That was going to come in, you know, X amount of years. And then X amount of years just so happens to pan out to the Islamic Empire. Mm-hmm. And they saying this is what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. It get That joint get crazy like that. But the narrative in terms of the beginning, that none of that shit, none of that shit would be relevant because... Islam, Muslim, none of these terms, Christian, they none of these people use these terms. Oh, until later on. So you gotta really go back into the history, understand what was really happening. And if you understand what was really happening, you had the, basically the Christian Empire was just in flux. That shit was all up in the air. You had people were trying because you didn't have Baptists and all these other things. The earliest sects, the, all these names come later. Christian, all this stuff come later. This is people adding to the story. So you get, you know, just a sect of Christianity that this that book right here seem tell you, you know, Muhammad wasn't even a real person in terms of what people think he is. This is a whole person named Abdul Malik, but he basically was a Christian king. And then they got the coins where they have Arabic, but where they have a cross on them. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of see where the the blend started to happen mm-hmm. in terms of they started to separate and get the identity. I was saying all that to say, if you read the Quran, everything is niggas going to hell. Hell in the Quran is just crazy ass place. Like nigga, the shit they say, they, they the way they're very descriptive of how you know how hell is going to be. So I can remember you know being a child and reading things, and that's another thing. I was very scholarly growing up in terms of the stuff that they was the information they was giving me to digest. So it's like on some you know. The pit of hell is so deep that you could drop a stone in it and it will fall for seventy years. And now at the bottom of at the bottom of the bottom is the hypocrites. They they the people who go they the people who are the worst. They the worst type of people. And then there's certain levels of this shit. But it's very hot and you understand hell is such a big thing because the people writing it 
were people who lived in a desert with heat. And that was very reflective in the writing. And you start going back to, again, it's always going to be made in the image of the creators. So I don't really have, I don't be having a contact or a reference point for 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 everything outside of, if you're not in the culture, you're not going to really understand why they were saying this or what they were saying this. Even Christianity, it's always politics that are involved that influence that. Mm-hmm. So again, I got a book that say that's probably one of the earliest Bibles, but it's called the 70. And, the, and they'll tell you, it's 70 niggas wrote that shit. Mm-hmm. 70 niggas was locked away and they basically said he locked 70 people in different rooms and then they everybody wrote their version of the Bible then it was all the same so they just used the whole thing it's like come on bro niggas is in that joint taking shit out doing what they wanted is always going to be reflective of whatever you want to go because again I can if I say all gay people going to hell and I tell you that this book is whatever then I can control you know alright I can I can not even not even about an afterlife. I could vilify you now here on earth. Now I can condemn you and you can be stoned and doing all this other shit. It's just a way to control people in, in my eyes. And to come back to, again, my changing moment was, again, being my girl at the time was Christian. We were very open about our faith and our whole thing was the whole fucking kid thing. And I'm just like, it drove me crazy. There's no way... That no guy would ever let me fall this far just to tell me yeah. that I can't have it. Cause now I'm ready to risk it all. <laughs> I'm ready true, to though. risk it's it all. Life. And that kind of like just set my shit off where I gotta go see for myself now. And that shit opened up my mind. Crazy. It's true. Because you kind of gotta experience it. So, what else you got for me, brother? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, that was a lot, that was a lot, we got, that was a lot, we just covered a lot.